So she can pay attention. Like she doesn't pay attention half the time anyway. I know. I just sit here and listen to you guys talk. And, and occasionally respond. Some, and then I say something witty and I go back to the internet. Oh, is and that, that what we're calling it? Is witty? And that's why the internet loves you, Jen. <laughs> or at least, you know, 23 people who listen to our show that we know of. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of True North Nerd. Did you almost forget what we were called? That's what I no. was like. <laughs> the, the hesitation there, like, wait a minute, what's this p- thing called again? Uh, Crap, what's this podcast? Actually, no, because I was I was thinking of how we were talking about subtitling this episode, assholes. Uh, and I was like, true North assholes. And I'm like, no, wait, that's not right. Nope, that's not us, not yet at least. Yeah, the assholes was the other show I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the regular gang of people here this week. My name's Brent Chittenden. I'm a writer with geekcardshow.com, as, as well as a journal of musical things and with me as always is kevin hello ryan hello and jen hello so uh yet another week a little less news this week but uh part of the reason we were talking about nicknaming the show assholes is uh a lot of assholishness out there right the now. the internet is full of assholes well uh, yeah but i like the word asshole ash i can't even say it assholery Assholishness. Oh, I like assholery. Assholery. <laughs> um, we'll start with the the good and then the the slightly bad side effect. We got a trailer for Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, right I... after we recorded last week's episode. The day after, yeah. <laughs> they must have heard us wondering where is it. Yeah. Uh, I liked totally it. it uh, like from what we've seen, the the only thing I thought about it is is like. It's not in the J.J. Abrams universe. They're not allowed to use that Star Trek universe. No. Nope. But it sure as hell looked like it, didn't it? It's very it lens flashy. Yeah, it's yeah. very shiny. Very, very shiny, pretty. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Things yeah. change. Times change. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, they gotta try something different. Yeah. It's... As long as they're not masking the plot with special effects. Yeah, yeah. and and we will see. Yeah. Um, and it was just the trailer. Yeah, I know. The you first can't, You really can't tell from the trailer if that's what they're gonna do or not, but... No. Well, just think back to... like Remember the first season of Next Gen? No. Yes, that was a really, really bad show. Yeah. So. Yeah, it didn't get good till Riker got a beard. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. Um, look, didn't really give anything away. We just got shots of the new crew members and stuff like that. And we didn't and... even see all the crew members. Yeah, either. correct. Yeah. Although I'm excited for Michelle Yeoh, I really like her. I've always liked her as an actor. It's weird though, is because like she's had like a two part career for me. Because the first part. Is her and Jackie Chan movies and Jackie Chan style movies like just kicking ass with very little plot, and then the second part is like basically like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and the Bond movie she did, and then like afterwards it's like acting and stuff with the occasional ass kickery. I think the first thing I saw her in that I remember was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she had had a career in Hong Kong for years before that point. Yeah, though. oh, I'm it's, sure. But it, um, I'm. I'm happy with the the variation in cast. It's different, is yeah. which is what they've got to do. But not everybody's happy about this. And this Assholery point Here comes one. the internet assholes. So oh, there was a large contingent. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It sounds larger than it probably yeah, is. The opinions expressed are not mine. Loud, yeah. It's not that's, a large contingent. A very, it's a loud contingent. Who um, basically went... Well, there's, there's, there's no white guys on the, the, the bridge crew. What's all, up with that? It's all full of chicks and, and aliens. And, and, and one of the aliens is gay. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, the only white male is gay. Oh, is it the white male? Oh, I thought it was the alien was gay. No. On it. Because heaven knows white males have not been adequately portrayed in any media at all, ever. Yeah. No, never. <sighs> I just I'm personally tired of seeing them myself. <laughs> I'd rather see a whole bridge crew full of women. The people who complained, the people who complained, are not 
obviously haven't really been watching Star Trek for the no. last that, And that was the point I was going to bring up is like, the are these people who think they're fans? Or are they just are they just shitting on it for the sake of shitting on they're it? They're probably those people who just like to stir up trouble for the they're sake of trolls. stirring up trouble. Yeah, they're just trolls. They're like, I'll say this and people get mad. And I'll sit back and, and watch the, the anger come in. Yeah. We also got uh, a little bit of an issue with a Wonder Woman screening, <laughs> otherwise known as asshole-ish point number two. There was an all-female screaming at the Alamo Draft House, or well, all-women screening of Wonder Woman last week. Every time uh, you say screening, I think you're saying screaming. Yeah. Like, ah! I'll try to enunciate better. <laughs> And once again, probably the same douchebag. Oh, probably. Oh. They, just, they just moved. Like, they just oh, clicked on the other like type of message board. Complained about it. Because they'll like, never be able to see that movie again. Yeah, yeah no men never. were allowed to that screening. And, and, you know, because that was their one and only opportunity to ever see the Wonder Woman movie, they were justifiably outraged. Because Lord knows the four of us don't have tickets to go see said movie on Thursday. No, no, because you can't buy tickets. It's never going to be seen again. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it makes you weep for humanity a little bit, doesn't well, it? Oh, yeah. Well, you don't go to the internet to get a good view of humanity. You do if you watch kitten videos. But that's not humanity, that's kittens. Yeah, yeah kittens, kittens are better are, than Those humans. are our overlords. Catanity. <laughs> Which just proves my point that kittens are better than humans. Yeah, it's hard to argue up. with you. Hmm. Uh, like I, I take it we're all agreed that these guys have no standing in their argument whatsoever. No. It's so like, it, it, as I mentioned earlier and, and got a brief laugh out of all you guys, it's like, are these the guys who drive by, like, do they drive by curves and go, well, fucking all women gym and should be an all men's gym. The Lord knows there aren't gentlemen's clubs and, yeah. And, you know, all men associations and societies out they're there. They're the ones, they're probably the same type of people who went after the feminist movement thinking that there needs to be a men's movement to counteract feminism. As Justin Trudeau said, it's the 21st century. Yeah. You know, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part about it is, is they're also the type of guys who will go see Wonder Woman and not like it. And then complain that there's too many women in the movie. Yeah. We, we, Why does a woman have to be the star? We haven't seen the movie, but uh, from the reviews I've heard, there's a couple scenes, at least a couple, where Wonder Woman just like completely shows Chris Pine up. Nice. Like, As it, she, it, should. It, she should. She yeah. should. Which she should. She's an Amazon warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and actually, but those are the same douchebags who would go, oh, why wasn't he allowed to shoot? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie. As not a Wonder Woman fan, I'm still very much looking forward to this movie. I'm very excited for it, too. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait to see it. I, I want it to do well for a couple reasons. One is it'll put DC back, their filming. Back on of, track, yeah. Back on track a little bit. It'll prove to DC that a female-led movie is actually a good idea, and hopefully Ooh. Marvel too. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel the only one too. Marvel's got in the pipe is Captain Captain Marvel. Yeah, right. It's like and Black Widow's sitting there, and mm. that could be a now, good movie. Uh, there is gonna, the upcoming Ant Man and the Wasp movie. Yeah. But she's but not getting top three. And the Wasp, yeah. not <laughs> Wasp movie. But it'll be the first Marvel movie with a female character in the title. Yeah. The, uh, the one Was that going to be part, out before Captain Marvel? I think it's out before Captain Marvel. I really love Ant-Man. I'm excited. So a, a little bit of uh, just sort of an inside baseball thing for us is uh, concept art from Ant-Man and the Wasp got released, the Wasp's new costume. Oh, yeah. And the first thing I saw of it is our friend Steph. Hi, Steph, if you're listening. Um and I waved at the mic like yeah, you could see. As you say, you waved at me. And the first thing she did was shit. Because she's done Wasp for a couple of years now I based on really good Dowler, Wasp. Yeah, it's Dowler a great wasp. costume, but it's based on what you see at the at the the credit scene on Ant Man. So oh. it's got a lot more color 
than this production artwork does, which looks basically I like... I haven't seen that artwork yet. It yeah. looks like female Ant-Man. Like, so, it's the same color patterns and For stuff those like of that. you who are on Instagram and would like to see Steph's fantastic cosplay, her Instagram handle is DL Cosplay. So D-E-E-E-L-L-E Cosplay. We follow her on our True North Nerds Instagram, so you can also see it there. Her uh, Norrington... Uh, what was it, Commodore? Com- Commodore yeah. I can never remember the rank from Pirates of the Caribbean. That costume of hers is just stellar. Yeah. She does really good work. She did She's- a great Black Widow. She did a great... Uh, all of her cosplays are amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're just going to keep ranting about Steph. Well, well, she'll be on one of these Steph, days. I really hope you're listening. My favorite, she I think, She was is- when we were doing Deep Space Nine stuff. I don't know if we've, if we've lost her now. I think oh. my favorite is her female Riddler. Oh, it's very cute. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now I'm showing them pictures. So please go to her uh, Instagram and look at these awesome pictures. Yeah, and so uh, hopefully it does well. I'm hoping it's a good movie, too. Yeah. I, I want more. I want a Black Widow movie that opens the door to that. It. Um, what other DC female characters? Do they have anybody else lined up for... Batgirl. Harley Quinn. Oh, Batgirl, yeah. Yeah, Joss Whedon's and, on there for Batgirl. And, who we will get to in yeah. a moment. And Harley Quinn, um, oh yeah, the the Gotham Sirens Gotham movie. Girls, assuming yeah. that's still what it is. So that would be what Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. I think so. Yes. Yeah, that's the idea. That sounds awesome. It does sound like a fun. <laughs> like, Especially if Batgirl is the quote unquote villain in that movie. I'd them. like to see them like on like a road movie. Oh, <laughs> like a Thelma and Louise type. Yeah, movie? back uh, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy drive across America. <laughs> Chased or even the three of them as in, the, in like a heist movie. Ooh, yeah. that'd be good. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious who they'll get the to play those other those other two parts. I know. Yeah. Uh, Suggest your casting there's, on our Facebook page. There's somebody who right now is is like kind of trying to get into the uh, the the Poison Ivy part. I'm trying to remember who it was. She was publicly kind of auditioning mm. for it. Um. But with that, um, I'm pretty sure we talked about it a little bit last episode. Um, we had heard rumors that Justice League uh, was doing major reshoots, which mm-hmm. is odd for a movie that's going to start like we're going to see it in the fall. And it's naturally, not that odd. No, but it naturally caused some concerns because usually when a movie that should be done suddenly does a lot of reshoots but you know and stuff, what? you're At like, this time Ooh. last year we were Rogue worried about Rogue One. Was one. The same yeah. thing. So, I wasn't worried about Rogue it's One. A, well, they, they it's one of those reshoots things that it can way, be good, it can be terrible. Yeah. Like it's it's not an either or thing, but would, the, given the rumors that had also swirled around Zack Snyder going into this film mm-hmm. that like there was rumors that he had maybe been fired from it at one point and yeah. not, they all turned out to be bullshit right and so did this one sort of so apparently the story is is unfortunately um Zack Snyder and his wife Deborah who is his producing partner and produced this movie and uh, uh Batman vs Superman and Man uh-huh. of Steel uh, their daughter uh, committed suicide about a month ago, yeah. and they were going to be doing reshoots. And he, he, their original thought was, "We'll just throw ourselves in the work." And they kept it really quiet. Apparently, yeah. Warner Brothers was aware, and like, some well, they of their, even offered to delay the movie. Yeah, apparently, like Warner Brothers did, which yeah. is like, you know, that's kind of cool coming mm-hmm. from a big conglomerate. Like, yeah. it's. That that also proves like they have faith in Zack Snyder, yeah. regardless of what you what may all the think of. Say, yeah, <laughs> myself included. Um, yeah. Oh. And, but at the same time, I'm also I also try to think of myself as a human being. Yeah, and like I can't imagine what that dude's going through, and to try and go back like that soon to do. Oh yeah. What apparently are just like it's more a couple reshoots, some pickups, mm-hmm. like standard movie stuff. Oh yeah. Well, some some extra scenes with more talking, apparently. Too. Yeah. And that's part of why he had already brought on Josh Whedon to write some extra scenes. Which also confirms to us that Josh Whedon is definitely in bed with DC at this point. Oh, yeah. Because the, the Batgirl stuff was talked about, but it didn't sound like there was any contract signed or anything. Like, just, you know... Studio posturing. Maybe they were. Maybe they were saving that big announcement for Comic Con. Does something. this mean he's cut his ties with Marvel and Disney? It's a very interesting question. Or he's just playing the field. Maybe his contract ended, so he went to. 
Well, his Warner brother Brothers. is still working on Agents of Shield, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, or it might be it might be very much like a you know there. He he had no real plans to to do anything else Marvel wise right. other than he has said multiple times he would do a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. and part of me wonders if that kept getting shot down and DC went, well, we don't have Black Widow, but we got Batgirl. How about that? And he jumped at yeah. the chance. If Wonder for Woman it. Do, does well, we can give you Batgirl because Joss is, Joss is good enough that like if joss has done anything that we know about it's he does strong female characters rather well and he likes doing those stories so it's not it's not surprising that he'd jump at it other than his ties to marvel and you never know some of that stuff could be overblown the thing is it's business so i mean his contract ends with marvel he goes to another place that contract ends he goes back to marvel yeah i mean it's business. and he might still be help is he still listed as an executive producer on agents of shield he was for like the first season but i don't know i don't know i never pay attention yeah i stopped watching agents of shield so did we i still watch it i've heard the season the season was good Puts it back on track. Yeah, Ghost Rider was cool, and then but the, they they moved them on to Friday nights next year. So yeah, good luck knows. to you. And oh it's not God. coming back until after Inhumans airs. Yeah, there's so which, many TV shows to watch. I can't possibly keep up with them all. Yeah, do you think we're getting at a superhero saturation point? I am with television. I mean, I as much as I'm really enjoying Supergirl and the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. I don't really want to watch them anymore just because I'm so tired of watching them. I'm like, I, let's watch something new. I yeah. See, you're watching them. We're you're, binging you're them. You're binging them. Yeah. You're not watching them when they're on one night a week, yeah, once that's a true. week. And there is breaks with those shows, too. Yeah. There's like two breaks here, two weeks breaks here, two weeks breaks so there. Exactly. Sometimes they're, you're, then they're off for like six weeks at Christmas and mm. then they come back. I, I never thought in my wildest dreams that there would be this many superhero shows on television and I'm to the point where I just pick my two favorites and watch those yeah. ones, which are Flash and Supergirl. Although I really enjoyed Powerless, the the comedy one. Which is I, now I, I quite enjoyed that, yeah. too. It only yeah. ran eight episodes, right? And then they canceled it? There's no, a couple more in the episodes. can, apparently. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's done. It's not, kind of not surprising. It was in a crappy time slot. And yeah. It's not, it, it was a little bit too cutesy, I think, for what most of the superhero TV shows are, mm. which is unfortunate because it was it was really funny. I quite enjoyed it. Well, next comes the whole glut of cable superhero shows, right? We're getting Cloak and Dagger, and we're getting Runaways, Place, which look both look good. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm I'm wondering if we're going to start to hit that overload point. Oh man, I'm going to need to guess take a month off of work just to watch it all. Well, yeah, it'll probably all come down to when do they air? Yep. How many different days a week? Like, is it going to be different times? Like, you know, we'll have in the spring, we'll get the, like, maybe about eight episodes or whatever of Cloak and Dagger. Then we'll get some runaway episodes on another yeah, channel. First is it going to be all broken be up? Yeah, too. like, I don't think they've ordered the full, like, 22 episodes of no. any of those shows yet. And then, like, WB, they were asked now that they're adding Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. And then they've got Ty Zombie and, Luc- and Lucifer's not on that one. Lucifer's on Fox. Yeah. But so, and then the Arrowverse ones, yeah. they put, and then with, you might as well, you know, put Supernatural out there as it's a genre, but they've got shows on every day of the week and they've got, but they're only, as far as the superhero shows or the DC ones, mm-hmm. this, they're only ever going to have four on at a time. So like iZombie this year, I think was like a late season pickup. Like it started just a few, like a month or two ago right. when the rest of them were winding down, like Legends was already done. And then it sounds like Black Lightning is going to come on when one of them, one of the other shows is on okay. its little break. Which is probably a good idea because it's not part of the Berlanti yeah. universe on a whole. So. They say. Yeah. So far. So far. Until season I, two when the, it crosses over through the multiverse. I think it's going to be a multiverse planet. Like I think they're going to keep it separate. At yeah, least for like a while. Supergirl. Which isn't a bad idea. Let's you know make make that show stand out for a while and then yep. then bring it back. Um, I, uh, apparently, uh, I also heard uh, read a story where um, Static almost made it into Black Lightning, hmm. the character, and then it got it got kiboshed for a couple reasons. One, DC doesn't actually own Static, so I think the character. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw an article where it almost made it into the new fighting game, too. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, pro- probably He's for not. the same reasons, because it's, it's it's owned by a company Still called Milestone, Milestone Media. Media. Um, 
which is weird because DC, from what I understand, basically is exclusive comic book rights to the characters. Like they don't own it, but nobody else can publish it. Which Wasn't is weird. Static or on the last season of Young Justice. Uh, he popped up yes. all throughout the and animated I know, universe. Rock and an icon were, and they're milestone characters. Yeah, so. no, there was. Yeah, yeah. Static was because there was the whole with the whole invasion and the abductions. Yeah, the little the other aliens had taken him. Those other kids. He was also on like Justice League and. Uh, well, he had his own show. Then Batman showed up on it. Yeah, and which Justice- was weird because the Static Shock was more kid oriented than Batman was. Like yeah. It was a slightly younger skewing. What was that other show on at the same time with the Zeta robot? Project? The yeah. Zeta Project? Yeah. Because they show. crossed over a few times and, and, Bat- and uh, along with the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. Batman oh, Zeta Project was a spin-off of Batman Beyond. It oh, was that's a, what yes. Batman future. Beyond was on yeah. it. Sorry. And I, it's, uh, I always liked the uh, when we got to see Future Static in those episodes of Justice League when he had the dreadlocks and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that design. I like the design of Static on a whole. He's getting an action figure coming out. Oh. One of those DC premiere ones with the... They're like the 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 six inch. Or... Oh, those icons. Yeah, the ones DC that are icons. not quite six. I think they're like five because yeah, they look shorter than the so six inch figures. It comes with like um, parts for his classic look with the the, the Malcolm X baseball, baseball cap, cap oh, and nice. stuff, and but also you can swap out the head. And does like, it come with the sewer lid that he can? I believe it does. Nice. Float around on. Yeah. See, we went we went from garbage people. To, to, to happy stuff, we, we flowed into it. Yeah, we but try, we, we but, try. But we gotta go, We can't finish the news without going back to garbage people. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is, this is one that we're we're probably going to get a little bit more in depth uh, with this the next time we have Ed Campbell on uh, Snowhawk cosplay. Um, unfortunately, this weekend um, somebody showed up at a con with a gun yeah. and a couple knives. Decided he wanted to sh- to take out the Green Power Ranger. Yeah, he was bad for cops. Jason <sighs> David Frank and bad cops, and just uh, to which Phoenix Comic Con, um, they apparently had. Uh, okay, so they they had cosplay rules in place, but apparently um, they weren't exactly amazing rules and then they came down like a hammer well, after that as well if, they should even uh, if they had good cosplay rules in place if you just go in dressed however you're normally dressing if they're not doing bag checks or metal detector checks then you can the guy could have still just as easily walked in like i didn't see any pictures of him but did he have a, a punisher fat shirt dude. on um, was he in no, cosplay? I've only seen like the top of the the. I know he called himself shot. the Punisher or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was wearing body armor apparently. Like he oh. he was gunning for yeah. For so he somebody. clearly in... had mental issues. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so. And but it it brings up the the point of like should cons be watching out for this stuff a lot more than they used to like. Um, well, most cons have a weapons policy, and you have to check your have your weapons checked before you can go on the con. They do right? a prop weapons policy. You can't yeah, have regular yeah. weapons there, yeah, yeah. except but in the states at some places. Yeah. The, the thing is, Ugh. too, is like um, with the difficult. Uh, I don't think we will have the as big of an issue with it. In well, Canada, no, because honestly, handguns and all that aren't as pre- 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 prevalent. Prevalent. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just not part of our culture. Whereas, you know, certain states have uh, open carry, right? Yeah. And it's like, or concealed carry. Or, and some of them yeah. even have concealed carry. Yeah, even carry. better, concealed carry. And like uh, I, Texas, I believe, is one of those states. Because mm-hmm. uh, a friend, of, <laughs> Alex James, who used to answer our questions, he dated a girl from Texas and she had one. I was hey, like, you don't no. mess up with that girl. He's like, why? Because next time you're there, she could be armed. Hey, if I lived in Texas and I could and I could have a gun, why not? Everybody else has them. That's the reason I don't want to go to Texas. <laughs> I've been to Texas. Hey, if it's you're a nice place to visit, yeah. You know, if you're if you treat it properly and you're properly trained and you that's use it properly, yeah, yeah, but that's that's a bunch of ifs. <laughs> no, well, no, it's a bunch of this is what you need to do. Yeah, not everybody um, does it, but then the same thing can be said with a car. Yes, yeah. I heard a story from a friend of ours that uh, yesterday watched two people. Uh, I'll say Ferndale. No, you might not know where that is, but you guys do. Uh, road raging each other all the way past the dump 
cutting each other off to the point where the one car cut another one off and then got out of the car and started like, you know, dude bro posing to try to get the person to come out of the car to fight. Oh, jeez. So the moral of the story is that those Idiots are, are just, everywhere. They, those are just tools, and people are assholes. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I haven't had a chance to look, but like, <laughs> I heard a story about a celebrity uh, who got presented a real gun to autograph. I heard about that one too. Yeah. So, uh, John Bernthal, apparently, somebody oh, got a forty-five. The Punisher. Um, like, not a big gun, but yeah, and somebody, which is like, for him, that must have been kind, like. Kind of scary. Kind of a like, or at least a worrisome moment. Like, yeah. you know, uh, is that a replica? Yeah. Oh, no, Look how not. close somebody got to me with a real gun. Yeah. And like, if, and the the guy obviously didn't have any harm intended. He just wanted his gun signed, which yeah, okay, that's he, a little, whatever floats your boat. But at the same time, like, had for he intended him, harm? Look how close he got yeah, with a real well, gun. That, yeah. He could have been dead. Yeah. Quite simply, yeah. he could have been dead and. Ryan and I were even like throwing back things back and forth the other day. Like, if you wanted to do it at Fan Expo, it would not be hard. And I and Fan Expo has pretty good policies on prop weapons and stuff like that. But at the same time, you also like I'm also of the mind of like if somebody wants to go in there with a gun, they're going to go in there with a gun, and it's yeah, yeah. Like, the same thing. You know, there's a lot of events and places that. If you wanted to do harm, you can go ahead and do well, I harm. Mean, it's just, just yeah. think about the you bombing. Can't guard at, for everything. The bombing at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester. The guy wasn't even anywhere. He wasn't in the concert. He no, was he in the in, public space. He waited space. for everybody yeah. to come out. He and waited for people got, to come out. Could do I it mean, at a Jays game. Just if you want to do it, you yeah. don't ha- like. You can't be searched everywhere. No. But it's unfortunate, but it's it's a harsh reality right now. I'm curious how it's going to affect some of the other cons, especially the ones with large cosplay contingents. Dragon, Dragon Con, Con is my is first, first one because they have a what about parade. San Diego, yeah, yeah, I imagine San Diego. Well, and San Diego's had issues like not were with real guns as well. Not that they publicized at any rate, but they they've had a couple. Issues with stuff like that, and they mm-hmm. also had like a guy who stabbed another guy with a pencil a couple of years ago. Yeah. So it's well, Dragon Con that's in Atlanta. Yeah, didn't and that's open carry, isn't it? Wasn't that what Ed was saying? Uh, could be. Yeah, uh, Georgia's uh, an open no, carry state. Yeah, so it's but like, maybe that makes it safer in a weird way. Yeah, and it could make it well for the parade part. It'll make it very difficult for them to not let people you know have whatever they want in the parade because mm. it's out in public where you can open carry if you've got a license to. Now, going into any event, like any... Uh, different private property buildings exactly. have different rules. So, so. Uh, yeah, For you example, walk in... And Florida is an open carry state, but Disney is a private company and they say no guns. Exactly. Damn right. Good for Disney. Yeah. Have we mentioned this episode how Disney can fly us down to do tours of the no, Star Wars land? That's because Kevin hasn't given us his uh, amusement park update yet. Oh, oh yeah. speaking yeah. of amusement, amusement park, yeah, let's Guardian. talk about something happier. Yeah, yeah the Guardians well, of the Galaxy ride. Well, happier. It's, it's happy depending how long the line is you're standing in. Well, that's happier than being shot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride opened this weekend. It did. Uh, Memorial Day was Monday, and this was the d- weekend that Disneyland opened the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Uh, the the Disneyland wait time app showed waits of 300 minutes. So that is five hours. That's five hours. How accurate is that, like, in your estimation? Because you've used it before, obviously. They generally um, overestimate. Yeah, because they, they don't they want give you the to... Number to be, make the number larger than it is. But uh, So this ride is in California Adventure, and if you're not familiar with the layout of the park... Um, that they were lined up all the way down Hollywood Boulevard there. So picture, you know, all the way up to the corner where the four-way stop is near your house. So we're looking at, you know, at least a half kilometer long line. So it's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people. But the ride looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the queue uh, even looks pretty the cool. The queue has all this cool tech in it. And uh, lots of Marvel artifacts. Easter eggs. Lots of Easter eggs. The Beta Sith- Ray Bill's hammer. Yeah. Beta <laughs> Ray Bill's hammer. Are it, what are, they're calling it an Asgardian war hammer or something, yes, but, but it's, it's, it's Beta Ray Bill's Stormbreaker. Did, 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 did they name it? Like, does it say Stormbreaker? No. It, they, they, they go around it yeah. as a... There's, there's a hatch, a strange hatch in what they're calling 
the Garden of the Galaxy. Oh, I saw the pictures of that, yeah. And it's got an Avengers logo on it, and apparently there's guys in hazmat suits who are all around it all the time. So So what's the ride that's beside it? Is there is there something <coughs> excuse me. Is so, there something they can change? So uh I was on that ride when it was the Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. It's been ten over ten years since I've been to Disneyland though. But uh it was sort of at the end of a street, the um Hyperion Theater where they show the Frozen musical is right beside it on one side, and right behind it is A Bug's Land. So oh. r- rides based on a bug's, life? a bug's Life. But apparently there's, I'm not sure of the exact layout, but there's a plot of land where they can, it used to be the parking one of the parking lots, and they can open that up and build more Marvel-themed attractions. Ah, and... There, there's a theory running out there that, that so it's been said that this ride is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So the Beta Ray Bill Hammer might mean absolutely nothing. No. It's just a cool. Little but the thing. actual actors from the Guardians of the Galaxy See, film are do in the appear movie. in the ride. And Rocket is voiced by Bradley Cooper. Yeah, and Rocket gives the safety spiel. <laughs> and he's a he's the most incredible looking animatronic figure you've ever seen. He, yeah. oh, I saw that the he videos very yeah. fluidly, and he he looks like Rocket from the movies. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, that's going to be a big highlight. Is uh, is Vin Diesel Groot in it? Because it, 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 Ryan and I both commented, it, it, it sounds a little sound weird, like but that. the videos that we saw of it, it's like secondhand. Everything cell phone I've video, read so. says that it is the original actors from the film. So. Yeah, I uh, and really, why? Him. Like at the very least, why couldn't you just reuse his dialogue? Uh, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> have a lot of yeah, dialogue, so um, that's cool. The other thing they do is a Guardians of the Galaxy dance party every night. Yeah, so <laughs> they play the awesome mix playlist, and um, there's a dance party on the street, and you can interact with Star Lord Gamora and Groot, who is about nine feet tall. Nice. So, <laughs> speaking awesome. of such things, to tie into our show, if you happen to like the theme song of our show by Kirby Crackle, they are on the uh, soundtrack from the cartoon. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are have they? A, awesome. They have two songs on it, I think. Um, try and pull it up. But, yeah, the, it's a. Uh, I was really happy when I, I saw it because yeah, I, I, I know, know Kyle and it's... Uh, and, and that's the weird thing about that cartoon mm. is they paid money for licensed music for it so it, even though it's not attached to the movie it's kind of sort of like yeah in I've, between the movie and the comic it's like in this like kind of gray zone i've only watched one episode of it and i wasn't i, I didn't care for the style of the animation uh yeah, and i don't even remember what the story was about so hmm. that tells you how much it sticks <laughs> oh, okay. That's how they differentiate it. Uh, so the uh, the animated soundtrack is called Cosmic Mix Volume One, and I think there's actually Volume Two's out, but I don't see a listing for it. And where is the track listing here? Duh, 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 duh. Going to add this out. Well, speak. Well, I'll talk then. Speaking <laughs> of the cartoons, uh, they've been advertising. I guess with the Avengers, like the last season of uh, the Avengers one was called Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and it was very Ultron centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, I think, is going to be. Uh, the, they're saying Secret Wars. Oh, so it'll be interesting to see which Secret Wars they go with. Do they do the off-planet Secret Wars, where you know the, where Spider-Man got his black suit. Secret right. Wars, which or, we ended up getting in the original Spider-Man cartoon. Well, yeah, not the original, the, the, the 90s, 90s era. Did they do that? Yeah, I yep. must have missed those episodes. Uh, Beyonder looked a lot different than he does, and they it was sort of a crossovery thing with X-Men too, because all the X-Men voice actors voiced their. Oh, characters. did they? Oh, nice. Yeah. Or will it be the new like last year's, the last couple of two years ago, whatever Secret Wars? Where it was like the ending of the multiverse oh, and right, reality, Battle World. And yeah, because that was Secret War- Secret Wars. Yeah. Do they have enough Secret characters Wars. on the Avengers animated series these days? <laughs> like the the last Avengers series had a ton of supporting characters. They've started to get to the. They haven't reached that that same point where they've pretty much introduced everybody. Mm-hmm. But they you know they have brought in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They've brought in Ant-Man. They've brought in uh, Captain Marvel. I was going to say only characters from the movies. Very movie-centric, yes. Still looking for it. (laughs) 
Uh, the song's called It's a Wonderful Day. And uh, I believe you can also... Uh, and there's another one called Gotta Get Back. They've had two two shows or songs on the uh, on their soundtrack. So That's awesome. Um, it, you can that. always find Kirby Crackle Music at kirbycracklemusic.com. They're friends of ours. They uh, let us use their music for... Uh, our theme song, so yeah, that's uh, the, I I just I always get happy when I I see stuff like that, and then I can tie in with our show. Yep. Mm-hmm. So do we go with the, the, We had a couple of different topic ideas for the end of the show. Do we go with assholes <laughs> to keep the theme running? What was the assholes topic? Uh, uh, best assholes in comics or books. Yeah, or movies. let's do that. That's oh fine. no, because I had something for the other topic. Okay, yeah. so the, the we had <laughs> let's get away had, from the asshole topic. Well, All we, right, we can do both, but um, if we have time, I honestly don't have anything for either. So go nuts. <laughs> so, um, is there a sidekick or side character that deserves their own story, like their own series, their own book, their own movie? And Kevin, you've got one. Yeah, I think the biggest one that's right out in front that everybody should be clamoring for a, a movie f- for is Black Widow. She, okay, she's like, she's awesome. She's kick-ass. She she doesn't take anything from anybody. She's just, she's one of the few people who tell off both Captain America and Iron Man. So, what kind of a movie would that be? I can I answer want a that. Spy one. thriller. I want to see a Black Widow spy thriller. And so, who would the villain be? I'm just seeing how well we can flesh uh, this out. Like the Crimson Dynamo and some like Russian thing. I would think. And mm. would would Hawkeye be in it? Like, would it be like a story of their no, past? No, I don't want Hawkeye in it. I want I want no, a just Black Widow. Or he can do a cameo. Yeah, like, like he wouldn't be. He would like be that. like a primary character. He would be just kind of there sometimes. She, he could be her sidekick. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember in what is the first Avengers movie where they were like, "Oh, this is just like Budapest." And, yeah, oh, yeah, we remember Budapest yeah. way differently. So you could be t- you could tie it into that. It could the end there. Yeah, or end there. Yeah. I mean, Hawkeye's fine, but he's no Black Widow, and she she just has a presence on it. Like she has no powers. And yet she's an on the Avengers, right? Yeah. Like, I just, I just think she's the most obvious character to fill this criteria. What character do I want to see get her get their own film? Black Widow. And I, the other way I would go is the Mark Wade Chris Amney mini. Well, maxi series. It was twelve issues that they just did. That's a perfect setup for a movie. Like it feel when you read it, mm-hmm. it feels like oh, they, you could easily just hand this over. And be Joss like, Whedon here's your script. And yep. have it turn into a movie. Because it's about, basically, it's about the, the Red Room has started up again. And it's uh, kidnapping little girls to turn into to weapons. To turn into Black Widows. Yeah. Oh, after, that, after the last Captain America? Was that the one where we got her backstory? Peggy Carter. On, on Peggy. Well, we didn't see Peggy Carter. We oh. haven't seen it. They mentioned it in uh, a little bit of Captain America and a little bit of Age of Ultron. You get flashbacks to to Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then, I mean, if that's she wants to save kids from her fate, now that we know what her fate was, yeah. that would be a really interesting premise for. Yeah, there, that would have been an old in uh, Age of Ultron when. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. When, uh, the uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch did the there, whole whammy yeah. whammy on her. There wow, was a whammy. character on on Agent Carter who came from the Russian Black Widow program. Yeah, yeah. I also kind of like the uh, the idea of. Do you remember the Devin Grayson written miniseries where the there another Black Widow comes out and tries to take her out? The blonde Black Widow. It, uh, it was during it the Marvel familiar. Knights era. Hasn't she shown up again recently? She pops in and out. Yeah. She's one of those characters they kill off, and I honestly think Marvel forgets is dead. <laughs> the, la- the last one of, of a Black Widow comic I remember reading, and I can't remember the story, I just remember thinking it was really good, was Marjorie Lou's run yep. on Black Widow. And that was the one right before the, the Chris uh, the Chris Amney Mark Wade run, which is also very good. Uh, did you have a, did you have a uh, side character... Well, I've got piece. a couple. One I just thought of while we were going through this, like if we're going to stick in the Marvel universes, it could be a, a good uh, mid-season, you know, like the Peggy Carter uh, series, a Howling Commando series. Oh, mm. make it a band of brothers. You know, after Bucky's gone, Cap's gone, the war kept going, that's, and those guys were still together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you could do a whole them in the war still, or you could do it post that. 
and have them you know, the, you know have them be part of Shield and do some adventures with like that because they did show up in Shield, uh, in well in Agent Carter of the one po- the yeah. one episode. Yeah. So they're still out there in that time. That could be fun. Baron Blood dead, done in Arrowverse at this moment because uh, he's Baron part of the Blood? Heli or what's it or no Damien Dark. Sorry. Oh yeah, he, he got killed off at the end of. Um, not this past season, the season before. Season four. But they brought him back. He was, in, Legends. Legends of he was Tomorrow, in Legends, right? but that's done, and they yeah, didn't okay. change the timeline, so he's dead still. So he he could be available. Yep. Uh, the other one that I was thinking, well, and we're going to get these movies eventually anyway. You no, know, Batgirl, Nightwing, yeah. maybe even a Robin standalone with Tim, like a Tim Drake Robin or mm. Red Robin. I could cl- I could easily see DC fleshing out that part of the Batman family. Because mm-hmm. it's Batman, so they figure, you know, oh, well, people will go see that. It's got bad in it. It's got bad in it. What <laughs> <laughs> about Batwoman? Yeah, I could see that too. That's a good one. They were, there was theories a while that for a while that's what was going to happen to Supergirl's sister, but I think that's mainly died off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she's with Maggie. And she's a redhead. And she, like, Is she redhead? Mm, kind of. I would uh, say no, she's, she's a brunette. Brunette, yeah. Who, Supergirl's sister? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I thought she was a redhead. Yeah, just wishing. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm trying to think. Do you have one? Yeah. No, because I was going to go with Black Widow. Ah. It like, <laughs> it's, um, uh, my, my pitch was slightly different, like was to go with the Mark Wade run, because it, it really strikes me as like you like... You honestly just hand that to the director and then go shoot that. Yeah. The story of how she ended up in Shield could be interesting too, because yep. she was a Russian operative. How did they recruit her? I, but as long as she was the protagonist, I'd like to see a movie about her maybe escaping Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she would have defected in the well, she would have yeah. had to defect in the night. I don't so. want a movie about a team of of Shield agents going in to going take in her. to take her out. No. I want to see a movie about. Her coming being to the sent on some mission and defecting. Yeah. yeah, coming to the realization that this that her ledger has too much red in it, and how she could make it, yeah. get into the black. Yeah. Well, especially like if we don't actually know how old this particular Black Widow is in the comic, she had been kicking around since for quite World a long War Two. Yeah. So if you built that kind of into the backstory a little bit more, because there's nothing that disputes that in the current Marvel universe. No. It is like there's a lot of possibilities there. Like especially like if you do it like she's been active since the sixties or something, and then after the fall of communism, she has no idea where to go, and she's on kind of everybody's either want list or hit list. You you have a lot of interesting <laughs> possibilities there. I'm and all of a sudden picturing Black Kevin Widow. Feige can you can hire us. We're we're available. Uh, I'm all of a sudden picturing Black Widow done a la Austin Powers. I'm picturing it done a la Burn Notice. My name is Natasha. I used to be a yes, spy. <laughs> well, I was picturing her grooving down the the street as in a in a swinging sixties kind of catsuit. Oh, <laughs> The other character that I mentioned to Ryan earlier today when this topic came up uh, to get away from movies is uh, Major Kira from Deep Space Nine. I think she's a fascinating character, and uh, you could go into her backstory about how she was a Bajoran We only got five episodes in. I don't know the rest of Deep Space Nine She's yet. got a very good story, and, and uh, all the characters on that show could actually be spun off into other things, and in the books they have, actually. But... Um, yeah, I think she's a great character too. Mm-hmm. It, it it seems to me that that for me when, when this question came up, it's the female characters that seem to get sidelined a lot. So yep. uh, going right back to what we were talking, talking about, about at with the the, with Star Trek Discovery and with and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. So uh, yeah, well, it's because you know traditionally comics and and this kind of a fandom has been a male dominated industry yeah mm. and it was written by men written for men yeah. women weren't really encouraged to be part of it no and now that things are shifting there's still a lot of people i think who try to hold on to that old hat that's why you get now, like, the fake nerds and the fake gamer girls saying that there there has always been at least one sort of female action hero per decade sort of like there was the bionic woman and wonder woman in the 70s and buffy and xena in the 90s yeah, but 
but they they've never really taken hold of the popular consciousness like no yeah no. To go off on a tangent, sort of along those lines, it, it, like um, it's not a side character because it's a character we haven't even gotten really yet. Is uh, did you see those fake movie posters for the Simon Williams Film Festival? Yes, oh, that yeah. was that was okay. So that was an early leak from the filming of uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. No, the the further ones that James Gunn posted up like just two weeks ago. No, oh, no, no, but all those ones they showed them on the set. Oh, okay. on the side, the the side of the outside of the theater. Yeah, he and put that's up. what started it. And then I think he even made a comment that so many people took pictures of it, and that it was really hard to have to cut it. So what I, Simon Williams, for those who don't really know him, is Wonder Man in the the Marvel universe. He is an actor slash superhero, and energy based powers, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't quite remember what his whole origins. Story is I know weirdly I know like stuff that like visions like human algorithms are based, based off on his, of him yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. And but his I, brother is the Grim Reaper. Yeah, and he was caught in some anti energy or something. Anti energy. Yeah. Got it. Gotta love Marvel's sense of physics and science. Um, but along with that, like seeing those movie posters for whatever reason, kind of reminded me that one of the movies that Nathan Fillion has always said he wanted to see uh, done is Greatest American Hero. Mm. And I'm like, you could almost do that style of movie with Simon Williams. Mm -hmm. Washed up actor, gets superpowers, ends up, like, like make it more along the lines of Ant-Man than the, the other Marvel movies. Like, very comedic. Have Nathan Fillion do the part, and like he doesn't even really have to get in shape for it. You make that a part of the the story, right? Like he's paunchy and like it, kind of like how he is in Castle, and yeah. but now he can punch like a Mack truck. Yeah. And now see, and even that just that description to me, I I hear that I almost think Booster Gold. Yeah, on the DC side of things, because it's very similar. Very you know, similar. He was a down and out former high school, college football star that was caught, you know, fixing games and became a janitor at the Time Museum and stole a Legion ring and a time bubble and went back to the 20th century to become a superhero and make money. I hope we see Booster sooner rather than later. There's still all kinds of talk of a of a potential Booster Gold movie coming. Wasn't Nathan Fillion supposed to be Booster Gold, or was that just a wishful thinking? I think that was Slightly wishful thinking. Fanboys Al- want Nathan Fillion. No, to play Alan Tudyk yeah. threw out there at a convention, but it's it's at a convention, so take it with like. A like bag a, of salt. Like a Booster and Beetle movie? Yeah, with the two of them that starring would, in it. Yeah. And you know I'd, what? I'd go for it. Yeah. I'd even go for that as an animated show with them doing the voices. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, because they're both awesome. Like, But uh, at the same time, I know uh, Nathan Fillion's just kind of enjoying himself, taking a break from everything. He's been on a weekly series for, what, eight seasons, Some, Castle Rand? Castle Rand. a long time, yeah. So, and Alan Tudyk is like, gearing up his his own stuff he got sick of not getting the stuff that he wanted so he created con man and well, he was that's on powerless his, and he was on powerless and he's just kind of getting you know he nearly for con man the series he created he nearly turned down star wars because the yeah. timing originally was going to overlap wow. and he's like but i've worked so hard at this thing that i will own and that is mine and my creative vision he's also uh disney animations john, john ratzenberger yeah so, yeah, because he's he was the, the Duke chick- of Wesselton and the weasel named Duke. He's yeah. the chicken in Moana, right? Yeah, he like, he's, he's like not he's just a chicken. chicken. Oh God, I, love I just that watched movie. that last weekend. <laughs> I love that movie. I need to go buy it. There's a character you should spin off into his own film. Then. The chicken. Hey, 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 the chicken. Hey, the chicken. <laughs> you, I'm surprised he you, doesn't have some little short films. Yeah, I was gonna say you could do short films with him, <laughs> like uh, what Scrat, the 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 chipmunk from yeah. thing from Ice Age. Ice Age. I love Scrat. Who He's has so become cool. those have become better than those films are at this <laughs> point. <laughs> and then they tried to do it with Minions, but the Minions movie is just terrible. But I'm really looking for dis- forward to Despicable Me three. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, I love the Despicable Me movies. I think it's Gru. I really like Gru. <laughs> Did you ride the Despicable Me ride when you were at Universal? No. Nobody else wanted to go. Huh. It's a good ride. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
I don't even recall it being brought up. I, it's because you were like, you had Transformer blinders on, and I was like, hey, look, there's Despicable. We can go. All right, I guess we're going to Transformers. <laughs> Sorry. Transformers As is an you awesome should. ride. Oh, no, it was an awesome ride. Don't it's get me wrong. It's the only part of the I Michael Bay universe it. that I enjoy. I did enjoy the it ride. Is it is an awesomer cool. ride than Despicable Me, but Despicable Me is very cute. He. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, Universal Studios, we don't hold any allegiance to Disney at the moment. So if you want us to bring, come to your park to do reviews of rides, we'd be quite happy to do that too. Right, guys? Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See Sounds that good. episode where we already reviewed a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe I should just well, title this episode Plug, Plug, Plug. Plug, Plug, Plug. <laughs> they had their own big opening this weekend too. Oh, what Universal. was that, Universal? Uh, the, their new water park. Oh, yeah, Volcano Bay. Volcano Bay opened oh, up. Oh, that, that was under cool. construction. We could see it from, yeah, the, hotel see it from the hotel room. So it's... Um, it's a beautiful park, but the, their gimmick is you don't ever have to stand in a line. You have this wristband that has a little screen on it, and you tap it. It's called Tapu Tapu, and you tap it, and, mm, tapu, and it tapu. stands in line for you. But you can only stand in one line at a time, and if you pick a ride that has a six-hour line, you can't get onto any of the other rides until your time well, comes that up. seems unfortunate. Yeah. So can there you are a cancel lot of, it? No. There are a lot of angry people oh. at Volcano Bay this weekend. Yeah, that See, might now, be something you could, they want to fix. If you could cancel it, like you tap on it and it says, you have a six-hour wait. And then you you could cancel it. Okay, fine, and go to. They a expect ride. people to go into like the lazy river or the wave pool or eat lunch at one of the restaurants for while six hours. But the park was so busy this weekend that uh, the most popular ride is this new aqua coaster, and it was a six-hour wait. Ouch. I would be so mad. Because you can't, you literally can't do anything else no. in the park. The, and there wasn't really quite adequate signage to show what the virtual wait time was at each ride. Mm-hmm. They they eventually put up a chalkboard. Nice. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> low tech works. Yeah, gotta go old school. Yeah. Which brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, just a, a brief announcement: you're actually going to get an extra episode next week. What? <laughs> well, well, okay. So maybe, yeah, hopefully, next, hopefully, as, assuming <laughs> technology and everything. Um, we decided since uh, we are all going to go see Wonder Woman on Thursday. Yay! Um, but unfortunately, we all have to work in the morning on Friday. Oh, we wah, are wah. going to uh, record an episode uh, a week from the recording date of this to review Wonder Woman. So that gives you a whole week to go out and see the film and enjoy it. And I'm we have so spoilers, it won't to be see spoiled. Wonder Woman. I just remembered something I wanted to plug. Okay, what do you want to plug here? If you are in the Barrie area, the Barrie, Ontario area, save the date for September the 23rd, which is going to be the Barrie Public Library's second annual Comic-Con. And we actually have... Okay, so Comic-Con is a registered trademark of San Diego Uh Comic-Con. And I did not realize that. So I wrote them a nice email, and now we are registered to use that name. Oh, that's nice. Yay! Now, do you have to do that every year? Yes. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. So... Come to the officially licensed by San Diego Comic-Con, Barry, <laughs> Barry Public, Public Library, Library Comic-Con. Comic-Con. We can only use the term Comic-Con. That's the part that's licensed. Yeah. So. Am I allowed to say what I'm doing yet? Or are we confirming what I'm doing at the at the uh, convention? Sure. Um, so as part of this, uh, I am going to be hosting a lecture of sorts on how uh, Marvel Comics films changed the film industry. So yeah, very cool. um, it's the first time I've done a full kind of half hour lecture. Will there minutes. be a PowerPoint presentation? Uh, <gasps> probably a little bit. Yeah, I love PowerPoint. Well, it won't be PowerPoint. It'll be what the, whatever the Mac version's called, but yeah. Apple point then. Yeah. And we're going to have Jay Torres, who is uh, best known for what? Teen Titans. He's an uh, author. That or true, the true North comic or the true patriot comic the, yep. the canadian superhero he's going to be coming and doing two workshops one in the morning for children and one in the afternoon for adults mm. we're going to have a lot of cosplayers we'll have uh, now i'm trying to think of what else we have we'll have contests and we're going to have artists and we're going to have local vendors very cool and your fellow true north nerds will be there yay at least a couple of us Oh, yeah. I think I've already been voluntold that I was going to be there. So I you missed it last year, and I will be there this year. You have all been voluntold. And if we want to, they've even said we could do a podcast from there if oh, we want. Oh, okay. So maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe I should invest in that portable thing then, because that's you a lot. You have till September 23rd. Yeah, that's a lot easier to cart out than this gear is. And our friend Snowhawk Cosplay will be there. Yep. And a lot of other local cosplayers. So if you are, again, in the Barrie, Ontario area, September the 23rd. 
So with that, we are at the end of the episode, and it's time for the thing that we stole from Geek Card, our Geek Picks of the Week. Borrowed. Borrowed. I work for them. I feel this is Inspired by. Until I come up with a better name for it, and then it's ours. (laughs) I know James listens to the show from time to time, so he's probably going to start making fun of me over it. No problem. Uh, who wants to start? I'll Who's go first. I've got something. So uh, my geek pick this week is the movie Wonder Woman. You haven't seen <laughs> it yet. The 2009 animated Wonder Woman <gasps> oh, movie. Oh, okay. Starring Carrie Russell and Nathan Fillion. It's brilliant. It's, one it's, of, it's very my good. favorite of the DC animated movies. And it Brent, was have I seen that one? sort of the one that uh, yes, took them off track a little bit because it didn't do as well as the Batman ones do. So was they that the one where she doing... had a bad haircut? No. no. Okay. I don't like the bad haircut one. <laughs> She's a kick-ass Amazon warrior who saves Washington, D.C. from an alien invasion that's backed by Ares. Can I say Which... what my favorite part of that movie is? Please do. And, and, and uh, it's uh, the Steve Trevor when he's flying in the invisible jet. And he's fired the missiles. He's like, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And then the thing blows up. He's like, right. Invisible jet. <laughs> I just thought it was a really great piece of writing. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, the DC animated movie, Wonder Woman. If I can throw a slight add-on to that, if you wish to purchase this movie, there is a version of it that is in a lot of uh, stores like Best Buy or if you can find a DVD store, like a Blu-ray store specific, that you can get that, and you can get the first storyline of George Perez's run on Wonder Woman. Like, it's a hardcover graphic novel. Oh, and the yes, DVDs I've seen those. Cut, uh, to Wonder Woman, or the Blu-rays come in the back, and it is $20. Oh, wow. It is a great deal for a comic book hardcover, and you get a good movie for it. So DC did that with a few other ones, too. They did uh, that horrible Doomsday... The Superman, Superman Doomsday, Doomsday cartoon with the awesome Death of Superman the, comic, uh, the Justice, the Justice League, League War cartoon with the just the first trade for Justice League and uh, Dark Knight Returns. Is it okay? Because that's the one I've got. Because uh, my part copy, one or two, or does it come with? It's both? the deluxe version, so it's both parts oh, wow. in, in one and a disc of extras, which are like it features a documentary on the graphic novel and stuff. And I even got that on sale for 15 bucks. Nice. It was cheaper for me to buy the hardcover with the movie in it than to buy than it is either for one me of them to buy a trade. Oh, yeah. So that's the score. <laughs> Ryan? Uh, well, this week, uh, my pick is going to be uh, one of the comics I picked up last week. Did uh, it have Wonder Woman in it? No. No. Oh. But it did have mythological gods in it. Close enough. Uh, Thor the Unworthy came out in uh, trade paperback. It's, uh, I think it was a five-issue run, uh, and uh, it has Beta Ray Bill in it. So how could I not like it? Beta Ray Bill rule. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so Odin's son, as he's not being known right now, he's got, uh, Thor is unworthy. Mm-hmm. He, dro- he, you know, he, he was told uh, a secret, a whisper from uh, Nick Fury, and he dropped the hammer, and he hasn't been able to lift it since. In this story, we find out what he was told. And how a whisper could make a god unworthy. And uh, yeah, I'd say I'd read it. It's good. The artwork's awesome too. Knowing absolutely nothing about that story run, my theory was that um, the thing that made Thor unworthy was that uh, Jane Foster is his sister. <laughs> but she You're does, a horrible person. But she doesn't know. <laughs> now, I can't tie Wonder Woman into that because remember the Justice League Avengers miniseries? Mm hmm. Or was it the DC versus Marvel crossover? In one of those two stories, Diana was worthy to pick up the hammer. Yeah, uh, I think that's the crossover. The DC versus Marvel. I, uh, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, because so, I think the Justice League one, so, Superman's able to pick it up. Yeah, Superman got it in in that. Uh, you know who else is worthy to pick up Thor's hammer? Squirrel girl, girl, and it, it, that's one. That, Has if, she actually lifted Thor's hammer? Oh yeah. yes. Okay, and she becomes Squirrel Thor, she becomes, Thor girl. Or I will take a nice. picture of it out of my book and I will put it on our Instagram account because it is awesome and I really want to do that cosplay. She's, she's <laughs> Squirrel Thor. Yeah, it's in the it's in the graphic novel, right? In the, it's in uh, the Squirrel Girl versus the yes. the Marvel Universe, yeah, 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 or yeah, beats yeah. up the Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. Do you have that as a trade? 
It was what a standalone graphic novel. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. I'll have to borrow that from you. One of the few D or Marvels put out in the last couple of years. It's awesome. It is. I really I like that I think that's the book. one that I got signed at TCAF. Yep. Yeah. And Ryan North drew in it. Yeah. Despite the fact he's not Does an it? artist. Yeah. So you have to be careful with it. <laughs> <laughs> the it's sound you precious. couldn't hear was me rolling my eyes. My he, he didn't destroy our, cop, our signed copy of American Gods, so. Yeah, I'm teasing. He knows that. Okay, so Squirrel Girl, as per usual. Wee. Um, the other thing I'm gonna my geek pick. I don't remember if it's I did it. It's a truly already. outrageous geek pick. Yeah, my truly outrageous geek pick. Truly, I, truly, truly outrageous. Truly okay, outrageous. well, you're gonna let me talk or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I may have already recommended this one, and if I have, it's just a testament to how good it is. But the Gem and the Holograms IDW run. So I got them in trades. Um, there are five. I want to say four or five. Four or five. Probably should have looked. They're on my shelf. Um, written by Kelly Thompson. Who's been the writer throughout the entire series. Who's been the writer. Yeah, the artist changed. But it's if you were a fan of Gem when in the 80s, you will love this. It is very well drawn for the most part. There's one issue that I don't like the artist What was the name of her supercomputer that changed her? Synergy. Synergy. I couldn't remember. the Serenity. So it's it's Gem and the Holograms and Rio and the Misfits and all of the favorite characters. Rio still have blue hair? Um, Not really. Sort of. He's got purple hair. Oh, purple hair. Yeah. And it's just, it's a modern revised version of it. So it's not quite the 90s one anymore, but it's still the same character. Should we we add on the other, other slight disclaimer? Despite the fact it came out around the same time, the movie has, is awful. It has nothing to do with that movie. Nothing not to do thing. with the movie. Absolutely nothing. No similarities. That movie was in theaters for like a week. Yeah, before it, it got, got pulled out. It started out. getting pulled. It was making that less money. So a friend of mine emailed me because uh, now that the movie's on DVD now. So she emailed me and she's like, I know you like Gem. And I noticed that this movie came out. Should I watch it? And I was like, I couldn't reply fast enough. I'm like, I haven't seen it. But I was like, no, 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 no. Put it down and step away. Yeah. And then I told her to instead read this graphic novel. Who was that? Liz. Liz? Oh, like from work, Liz? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that movie's awful. Who, if she's also, I told her to listen to this. So if you are listening, hi, Liz. What's your pick, Brent? My pick, I'm going completely different than I usually do. Uh-oh. I'm going with a video game. Oh. I have been playing the crap out of Doom. From, oh. Uh, the, the new version of Doom from Bethesda and ID, ID Software. Uh, it is old school Doom with new school stuff. Like, it is, as far as shooters go, it's like the, the Doom we played on computers. You don't have to reload. Mm. You just run around collecting ammo and shooting the crap out of things. But there's puzzles you have to figure out in order to, to get forward. There's power-ups for your weapons and your armor. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun with, you know, with, with none of the, the modern trappings or not a lot of the modern trappings of a shooter. Um, my only complaints with it is I do not like the multiplayer. The multiplayer is oh, yeah? not, I'm not a fan. Now, and, is it because uh, at this point everybody else has been playing it and they're much better than you? No, or it just, just I, not fun? I, I may need to read the rules of it. It's like the multiplayer games just don't like, it, it seems to take way too long to murder somebody in oh, okay. it. okay. It's... And there's a freeze tag game that I got stuck in, and that was just dumb. dumb. Um, but on a whole, it's good. Uh, the one thing I will say, however, is uh, if you get this game, a physical copy from Xbox, uh, and you don't have a really fast download, you're going to be waiting a while to play it because the updates for that thing are almost as big as the game itself. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's been out for a little while, so it's got, you know, you get a, there's a free DLC pack in there, but um, it's a lot of fun. Oh, Petra's mad because she's not on the show this week. Well, she right. is now. Yeah. I don't know if the mics will pick that up. <laughs> she came walking in meowing with her little stuffed hedgehog in her mouth. Which means she wants you to throw it. Um. So, yeah, that... Uh, well, wait, one quick shout-out, then. I've been meaning to do this for weeks, oh, but okay. I didn't. Uh, and then, since you're just talking about video games, it's perfect timing. Uh, our friend Ryan O'Reilly 
has mm-hmm. a YouTube channel where he does video game playthroughs, uh, uh, reviews, and all the like. Oh, uh, it's Ryan O'Vision. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's spelled you know Ryan R Y A N O Vision. Uh, yeah, so yeah, check it out. And uh, we'll have him on here one time. And who's your Maybe friend? E three. Yeah, and who's your friend? Uh, who's uh, who's a fan of our show from Facebook? Who's been giving us good reviews on the? Oh, Shane. Well, we shouted out to him last time. Oh, did we? Well, yeah. we'll shout out out to him again. Hi, there Shane. you go, Hi, Chewy. Shane. Um, so that's it for this episode. It's a little shorter than the last couple, but we we try to keep it around an hour. But we're going to give them a bonus one next week. Yeah, so you get a, a bonus, probably an hour-long show next week. Um, we're going to see about maybe having a guest on. We, will, we, we, we haven't confirmed it with that person yet, but... We'll, we'll we'll talk to them and uh, yeah. So the, next week we will have a bonus episode of Wonder Woman. So until then, for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, and Petra, who is now sleeping in Jen's chest, uh, we say goodbye and stay tuned for our review of Wonder Woman. Bye. See ya. Did you set your phasers to sexy? You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to KirbyCracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it.